Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It feel like one of them hip-hop days. Pete Rock, CL Smooth, one of the greatest of all time. Nick Wilson, you got to get up on that. I heard you stumbling. You were stumbling over who this was. Everybody know what Pete Rock and CL Smooth. I'll give you a pass. You get a pass. But a person who always knows what's going on, music and otherwise, we go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Outline and bring Mary Kay Cabot in of Cleveland.com. Mary Kay, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Hey, look, look, we had to, you know, you know, this is late in the sea, late in the year. You know, it's a lot of stuff swirling around and I look up and it, and I was kind of confused, too, because I was watching the game and I thought Miles Garrett may have just, uh, you know, maybe he just wanted to change his cleats. Maybe he wanted to get some sleeves on or maybe take some sleeves off. And then come to be, behold, the question was asked. I do believe you. I believe you answered that question. Is that correct? Ask the question. Is that true? Um, today of of Kevin? Yes. No, I did not ask that question. Okay, you you didn't ask it, but you were you were privy to it. Um, Yeah, I was on on the Zoom. Yes. Yes, and and so he came out, and I thought it was strange with with uh, Coach Stefanski because he usually keeps everything in house, and I was very surprised to hear him say that it was his decision. uh, Miles Garrett will be held out. Uh, was held at that first series. Um, were you kind of stunned to hear exactly, you know, him say that? Because he's usually a guy that keeps everything in-house. You know what? Actually, no, I wasn't surprised because uh, this is how he has handled the other few times that he has benched a player to start the game for some kind of a reason, disciplinary usually, or whatever the case may be. So it happened earlier this season with Grant Delpit, and the answer was the same. It happened last year with Ronnie Harrison. The answer was the same. So he doesn't elaborate on what the player did or you know why exactly he got benched at the beginning of the game, but he does basically tell us that you know that it was a team issue and his decision. Now, now in terms of, of, of this, um, do you believe there will be any residual effect of this? Um, right now, the Cleveland Browns obviously coming off a tough loss at home and a really brutal game weather-wise. They go into the last two games of the season. They got Washington, and I thought that was always going to be a tough game. 
um, you know, going to Washington. And you even, even when you looked at where Deshaun Watson was coming back. Uh, and then you got Pittsburgh at home, who's all of a sudden, you know, is a team that the Browns are looking up from the, the, the seller. Do you think this will be any residual effect on what's going on in the locker room or any issues between Miles Garrett and Kevin Stefanski? You know, I really don't think so. I think that if, if Miles had a problem with uh, what the coach's decisions were there or what Kevin did with him there, I think he'll take it up with Kevin and they will uh, deal with it accordingly. Uh, that's that's usually uh, how Miles has taken to handling things, at least uh, at least this season. I think he's done a really, really nice job of keeping things in-house this year. So if he had an issue with it, he'll talk to Kevin. Now, you know, moving on to that and talking about the game a little bit, uh, besides the fact that, you know, the whole Miles Garrett thing uh, for for a, a series, which I think if somebody would have asked that, we pre- pretty much people would have not really caught on to that. Um, however, when you talk about the, the game planning and the way the game went, um, Mary Kay, it seemed a, a little more the same. A Browns come out, they get 10 nothing. Um, they have a lead um, right before halftime. It just seems like the defense always, if the Browns get, are, are in, in a range of going up 10 points, 14 points, it just seems like teams come down, they score, they get to double dip at the end of halftime, they come back in halftime, score again, and now it's a completely different game. How how can you explain, or maybe Kevin Scafansi can explain, just the lull it seems like right before halftime and then right after halftime where things just kind of losing and get away from them? Yeah, well, you have to capitalize on your own opportunities uh, before it really kind of gets to that point. And they did go up 10 to nothing, of course, but there were still, I thought, uh, some missed opportunities in the first half where they were not able to get very much done. I mean, they went three and out on each of their first three drives, and that is, uh, you know, and for a total of 10 yards. And that is also, uh, you know, factoring in that you've got Nick Chubb, you've got Kareem Hunt, you've got Jerome Ford, you've got Dearness Johnson. So, you know, and you've got a running quarterback in Deshaun Watson. So I just don't know if there's too much of an excuse for not being able to move the chains whatsoever there. Um, so, I, you know, I think that has something to do with it. And then, um, you know, they did have an opportunity to go up a little bit, uh, you know, and, and Amari dropped that pass in the mm. back of the end zone. He lost his footing. But that's where you have to, you know, that's where you have to make your, hey, you've got you've, you've got to capitalize on your own opportunities mm. and, you know, not get to the 12 and come away with only three points. So, um, you know, so that, that has something to do with it, too. But then you're right, the defense. The defense can't allow these double dips. They've got to, um, you know, stiffen at the at the end of the half and in the beginning of the third quarter. Uh, they have to come out stronger out of the locker room. They just they just have to start doing that. And um, one good thing about the defense is they did find their takeaway game. And you know, if they can keep that going into next year, that's what they really need. Uh, that's been a huge issue this whole entire season. And if they can be an opportunistic defense next year. Uh, it will help them tremendously. Let me ask you about a signing that came out of nowhere. Uh, it just seemed like, you know, the Jack Conklin signing came out of nowhere. Was that – now, let me – first of all, is that an indictment on the way they feel about, I guess, Jedrick Wills? Um, because if I look at this this line, Mary Kay, you, you know, you got uh, Teller who's going to get big money. 
He's already getting it, right? You got Batonio who's getting big money. Uh, you're looking at center. Ethan Pochich looks like a guy who had played at an all-pro level who's a free agent. And now you have the the fifth year, I think the fourth or fifth year, um, coming up for Jedrick Wills where he, he has an option. I think it's a team option coming up here. But the Conklin signing just – to me, was out of the blue. And for him to get $60 million, is that a factor of the way they feel about Wills or the fact that if they don't get Conklin, they don't like what's out potentially on the open market? Well, first of all, I had um, I had written a week before, um, you know, in my Browns Insider that they were looking to extend Jack Conklin. Mm. So it, it really didn't come as any surprise to me whatsoever. And then Jack, when he won the Ed Block Courage Award, said he wanted to finish his career here. So I think that was another sign uh, that things were sort of underway. Uh, so it wasn't a huge surprise. We knew that they wanted it. We knew that he wanted it. And when you have both sides that are willing like that, uh, then it's kind of easy to get it done. Um and also, you know, being one more year out removed from the torn patella surgery, he should be even better next year. In terms of Jed Wills, they will pick up that, that fifth-year option. It's really not going to be that much. It's just a little bit under 14 probably uh, for his 2024 season. And especially with inflation, that won't be that bad for that year. And, um, and I do think that they will go ahead and pick that up. And it is a club option by May. You know, the deadline's usually right right around the first week in May. They'll go ahead and do that. Uh, it makes perfect sense. That way, you know, they have a couple more years to, you know, to look at Jed and continue to develop him and bring him along as best that they can. Uh, but I certainly don't think that they're ready to give up on him. Uh, what, what about Ethan Poachers? Do you think they'll bring him back? Yeah, I think they should. I mean, you don't really have any um, guarantee that, that Nick Harris will be 100% healthy and ready to go and that he would be as good as Ethan. So I do think that uh, that they will bring Ethan Posick back, and I think they should, and it, it will be a smart move. Wow, that, that means I, that would probably put them at one of the most expensive offensive lines if they could play up to their capabilities as they showed in 2020 and various points during this season. I think everybody would be excited about that. We'll see if if, if Teller uh, could come back. Uh, you know, he's I think he's played a little worse than he, he would normally play because of he has a calf injury. Obviously, Conklin is coming back after a major injury as well, and, and Jedrick Wells is a young player trying to get better. If their ceiling is where they want to be. I think they, they can be a really great offensive line. Uh, we just looking at the, the dollars afforded to them, and hopefully you can figure it out. Uh, on the defensive line, uh, moving forward, I, I don't think that they're going to have Jadavian Clowney back. What are your thoughts? Are we back to 2017 where we're just trying to find three other guys to go with Miles Garrett in the offseason? You know, I keep hearing people say that uh, that they don't think they will bring Jadavian Clowney back, and I can see why people say that. He's been injured this year and it's been a little bit inconsistent, but, you know, I still think that when Jadavian Clowney is out on the football field, I think he's tremendous, and I think he's a great compliment to Miles Garrett. I would bring him back. I still think he has enough left in the tank. I think you have to, you know, count on the fact that he is going to miss some games for you uh, because he has that history. Uh, but I still think, you know, if you price it out correctly, I still think he's worth it. I think it's hard to find a guy like that. And uh, if they can agree on the money, I, I think they should definitely bring him back. Miles likes having him here. He wants to play with Deshaun Watson. We know that. 
So I, I wouldn't write him off just yet. And, you know, maybe it will turn out like that, but I think that would be a mistake. Uh, we're talking to Mary Kay Cabin on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, uh, and she's the beat reporter for Cleveland.com. You know, you, you see, what I'm doing here is I'm just going around the, around the robin. Like, you know, I was like, maybe she could tell me something that they don't know yet. Now, obviously, there's a lot of people who want to stay here. Conklin wanted to stay here. You're saying there may be a chance to, that, that you got Javion Clowney coming back. Outside chance for that. Um, there's a guy I, I don't think will be here. And do you agree that Kareem Hunt probably will be looking for greener pastures? Yes, I do agree with that. I've been writing that uh, consistently all the way through. And I did talk to him uh, last week heading into uh, this final game. And he did say that it was bittersweet. He did say that, you know, that that he thought that there seemed to be a pretty good chance where, you know, that he would be probably, you know, finding a new home in the offseason. Uh, now, sometimes things don't always work out the way a player wants them to, and in the event they don't, uh, then maybe they're willing to take a little bit less to come back, uh, you know, to their team. So we'll we'll have to see how it plays out. But as of right now, I think the first thing that will happen is he will be uh, given an opportunity to see what he can get on the open market. Um, one more player before I want to get to a couple of coaching changes in the NFL and kind of, you know, spin it towards where the, where the Browns are currently at. Um, John Johnson, you look at his deal. If the Browns moved on from him, they could save $10 million, I think, but it will be in this offseason. If you look at what John Johnson has brought to the table, do you think there is a chance that he might not be the starting safety for this team next year, given his cap uh, situation? Or do you think he's played well enough that they would consider bringing him back at that elevated cap number? Well, you know what? I thought that he really played up to his potential uh, you know, in, in the Ravens game. And, I, you know, I really thought he did a nice job there. And there have been a couple other games where he has really kind of popped and flashed a little bit. And I think he needs to do more of that. And I also think that his role might be tweaked a bit. I mean, he if he feels, uh, you know, any kind of way about the way that he's been used or anything, he, he should make sure that, that he expresses himself about those kinds of things. And, um, uh, and, you know, then they can work things out. And I, because, as you mentioned, when you do get up into those double-digit numbers, you start to look at a player and you do the cost-benefit analysis. And you start to, you know, you start to ask yourself some questions. So I do think that it's something where if they don't feel that that cap number is right, they can always restructure him. Uh, so these are some things. I think he's a good fit. And, you know, I think there's probably more to him than, you know, than we have really necessarily seen so far. And, uh, you know, they, they have to pull that out of him. Let's get to uh, the uh, Broncos. Broncos let Nathaniel Hackett go. I look at it, um, you know, Russell Wilson has not played well this year. Uh, their offense, I think, averaged 15-some-odd points. Uh, they get blown out. <laughs> By Baker Mayfield and the Rams, they got fifty hung on them, and that kind of was like all she wrote, uh, you you know, for Nathaniel Hackett. These things, when it comes down to the end of the season, it's a funny way of, of the way things look. The Browns got two more games. Um, I've you know, obviously, we've been here long enough to to see where just sometimes ownership can get impatient, especially if the last couple, the last few things that they see, the last few tastes in their mouth aren't necessarily good. Um, you know, they can make some decisions based on the, on recency. Um, do you think there's any chance, way, shape, or form that Kevin Stefanski 
ends up um, not being the coach next year, and it doesn't matter what happens in these next two games? I don't think it matters what happens in these next two games. I don't think that's in the thought process at all. I think they're excited to see what he's going to do with Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson is excited to see what he and Kevin Stefanski can accomplish together. I certainly don't think that they're going to pull the plug on Kevin, uh, you know, just six games into Deshaun Watson's career. Uh, you know, if they need to add some, some players, if they need to add anything, uh, they will do those kinds of things. But I really do not see uh, that at all. Uh, I know there's been speculation. I don't think it's been warranted or valid. Uh, I, I, I think he will be here, and I think it holds true what Andrew Barry said at the bye week, that they feel just the same way about Kevin as the day they hired him. Will he be the play caller in 2023? You know, I think so. I, I, once again, I think everyone wants to see what he can do with Deshaun Watson. I mean, you know, you know, Jacoby Brissett is one thing. Baker Mayfield is another thing. But when you have Deshaun Watson, I mean, you don't want, once again, to take those duties away from the play caller just six games into his career, including the first game, which was just complete and total rust, and then this past game, which was all about the weather. So you really are only going to have about four games where you can say, okay, the conditions were uh, about what, you know, we thought they would be. And, um, you know, so where do we go from here? I, I just don't think that's enough to, to evaluate Kevin as his play caller. Okay. This is the last question. I promise you here on the holiday. First, by the way, thanks for taking time to jump on with me. I really appreciate you. Uh, more likely to be on the coaching staff, uh, Mike Prefer, Joe Woods, or AVP? Most likely. Hmm. That's a really good question. Mm. Um, I do know mm. that, um, you know, that they will do their after action report and evaluate, especially um, those two other units, the defense and the special teams, because they underperformed. And we wouldn't even be having these kinds of conversations right now if those two units had just pulled their weight in the first 11 games of the season. When Jacoby Brissett was out there for the most part doing what was asked of him. If, the, you know, if Cade York had come through when he needed to, if all the rest of the aspects of special teams uh, had done their part, if the defense had been able to stop the run and get some takeaways in those first 11 games, then I think that they would be in contention for the playoffs right now. So they'll take a long, hard look at those two units. And, uh, you know, I, I would have to say, and I'll, I, I just I don't think necessarily that all of three of those coaches will be back. That is a very professional answer from a Hall of Fame journalist, Mary Kay. I appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right, Mary Kay. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, And we appreciate you. Have a great holiday. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.